Hello and welcome back. Today is October 4th, 2020, and the topic today is holidays, stress, anxiety, frustration, expense, fear of losing control. Does this summarize your pre-holiday emotions? I have lived in the United States for 28 years. I lived in Belgium for four years before I came to the United States. In Iran, where I was born and lived until I was 17, we celebrated the beginning of the Persian New Year on the first day of spring, March 20th. We do not exchange gifts. The tradition includes buying new clothes and shoes for kids and young adults until the age of 18. On the first day of the New Year holiday, you visit your elders, you go to pay them respect and wish them health in the coming year. And the elders give kids and young adults fresh, crisp bills, no more than $5 in value. This is to teach kids and youth to respect their elders and value the gift no matter how much it costs. It teaches them to save their money and think very carefully about how they would want to spend their New Year's money, which was called AD. I recall one year I asked my father to buy a pair of tennis shoes that were rather pricey. My father told me that it is too much for a 12-year-old and I should earn and save the money to buy it for myself. That year I decided to save all my AD to buy those shoes and after many visits to many family members and elders, I did save all my money and bought those shoes. I never forget how gratifying that was. But one of the fondest memories I have of those days is putting my new clothes, the New Year's clothes, and going to visit family. Those visits were short and did not involve any main meals. They lasted about 15 to 30 minutes. The hosts served tea or sometimes some sort of non-alcoholic beverage and fruit, pastries, and nuts. Most guests only drank the tea and maybe some pastry and paid their respect to the host who was always an older member of the family or extended family. And then they left to go to another house. Sometimes we visited four to five relatives in the morning to early afternoon, then went home to eat lunch and take a nap, as was the tradition, and start over after 4 p.m. and visit a few more relatives. Our spring holiday was two weeks long, and we usually paid our respect and finished our visits by the third or fourth day. Then we would go to the beach for our spring break, sometimes, most of the time, with three or four close relatives and family members. Cousins spent time together and played while adults caught up, played games, cooked food, and relaxed. There was usually no stress. The only stress I remember people talking about was the spring cleaning before the new year. The entire house had to be cleaned, out, inside out, scrubbed and polished and laundered. Everything looked so fresh and felt so fresh for the new year. First day of spring, Nuruz, which means new day. On the 13th day, we went outdoors for a family picnic. Well, more like a community picnic. We spent the entire day outdoors playing, grilling, laughing, making memories. Then we leave all the bad things behind us, all the bad things about the previous year, and we go home to a fresh start only, thinking about good things to expect for the year to come. 
On the 14th day, I remember, we got ready to go back to school, telling our classmates about our break, showing off our new clothes, and telling each other how much AD we each collected and what we planned to do with the money. Now, I'm not a Christian or Jewish or Muslim or of any religious faith for that matter. I do not celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, or any other religious holiday. But I am always up for celebration, any kind, as long as it remains neutral with respect to people's beliefs. I have had the honor of being invited to many of these ceremonies. What I have valued and enjoyed the most has been learning about different cultures, family gatherings, and spending time together, doing things together that they don't get to do all year long, laughing, taking pictures, and creating memories. But almost every year around this time, which is early fall, I sense the stress, the anxiety, and all the emotions rising in people around me. First is Halloween, which I don't really understand. I don't get it. We tell kids that they can go around the neighborhood to collect all sorts of toxic food, candy, junk food loaded with sugar and carcinogens, and eat as much as their little bodies can handle, get ultra high and hyper on sugar and crash only to wake up to an intoxicated body for a good month. Let me tell you something. I have never ever given candy to kids on Halloween or any other time for that matter. I would feel absolutely terrible to do it because all I can think about is I'm giving these poor kids cancer-causing junk. I refuse to do it. My tradition, giving away oranges, apples, toothbrushes, hoping they could use it after all that candy and pencils and erasers, hoping they could actually use those to learn something in school after the brains have recovered from the sugar and the toxin overload. Am I unpopular in the neighborhood? You bet. But I can rest easy knowing I was not participating in a mass cancer-causing event for my neighborhood kids. Then comes Thanksgiving. The idea of being thankful is extremely appealing. And I think this is a great tradition and a great holiday. But it also usually translates into overeating, overindulging in alcohol and lots of desserts, usually not healthy, and most of the time no activity but sitting around. This is sometimes so drastic that in a health club I used to go to years ago, they had a class called Unstuffathon the day after Thanksgiving, which was over two and a half hours long. Sounds terrible. Why stuff ourselves to the point that we need a two and a half hour unstuffing? Now, I love Thanksgiving because, well, I love turkey. <laughs> but seriously, I really like the idea of celebrating fall and thinking about all the things we should be grateful for, for the last year and for everything and every day. A few years ago, I started my own Thanksgiving tradition. I help out at a local church with Thanksgiving dinner, serving people or giving rides to people to and from the church. Honestly, I am possibly the only non-Christian, non-believer in the entire church, but no one knows and no one cares. We all get together to provide an opportunity for those who do not have the means or sometimes family to celebrate with. It reminds me every year how lucky and fortunate I am. I love doing these Thanksgiving events, then come home and cook my own turkey. I just realized this this morning 
that I'm not sure how this will be possible this year. It made me very sad to think that the community Thanksgiving dinner may not happen due to the pandemic. It breaks my heart to think of those elderly people who cannot be in large gatherings at a time when they need it the most. Then people are getting in the Christmas mode. Now this is something else. When I was in Belgium, I was often invited to celebrate Christmas with my Belgian friends. That was fun and I learned about them and some of their traditions. There were no gift exchanges that I recall, but there was a lot of drinking for sure, which made me the clown of the entertainment since I have always had very little tolerance for alcohol and this was quite comical. When I came to the US, I realized that here, People start preparing for Christmas more than a month ahead, sometimes before Thanksgiving. But the preparation doesn't really involve house cleaning and shopping for new clothes for their kids. It involves shopping and buying lots of gifts for others. As the date gets closer, people are more and more stressed because they're spending a lot of money that they often cannot really afford. Then comes the arguments of who do we spend our Christmas with, your family or mine, when I was married, since my family did not celebrate Christmas, uh, there was no argument and we always spent Christmas with his family. I did enjoy the get-together most of the time, but I really, really was so uncomfortable with the gift-giving tradition. Sometimes people other than family also would give me gifts. It especially bothered me that people buy you gifts that you would never have any use for. To me, if you're giving a gift to someone, it has to have some thought put into it. Something that shows you actually thought about the recipient of that gift and what they might like or actually use. Now, I'm called Sheldon for a good reason. I'm usually a lot more practical than sentimental. So if I'm going to buy you a gift, I really need to think about you, who you are, what you like or dislike, what you really could use or need. And that is usually for a birthday or a very special personal occasion, not for holidays. I believe that holidays should be about spending time together, not about breaking the bank just for the sake of giving gifts. I remember one particular gift I got for Christmas one year. Mind you, I'm not even Christian and do not really celebrate Christmas, so I have no expectations of receiving gifts. In fact, it makes me very uneasy to get gifts for Christmas. Someone gave me a box of sugar cookies. Now, if anyone knows anything about me is this. I am a health nut and do not and have never eaten a single sugar cookie. Why would you buy someone like me a box of sugar cookies? Here's the deal. Not only do I feel very uncomfortable getting Christmas gifts of any kind, but I also feel so terrible that I have to discard most of the gifts I get because, well, most of the time, I would get gifts that I really do not use or have any use for. One year, I got some ridiculous action figures. I was 28 years old at a time. Hello, do you even know me? I'm sure all of the gifts I have received in the years I have been here have cost money and in some cases, some time spent to actually go buy them for completely unnecessary reasons. Then it is the actual Christmas Eve or day and sometimes a few days before and after. Overindulgence in unhealthy foods, alcohol, too much sugar and more. 
I hear this before the holidays and after the holidays from many of my friends and clients. Quote, I hate the holidays. End quote. Why? I ask. It is so stressful. I have to figure out all the gifts I have to buy, arguing with the spouse about significant other, about money spent stressing about hosting or being a guest. But mostly feeling out of control with eating things they know it's terrible. So don't eat them, I say. Well, my mom would get really hurt if I don't eat the X cookies or baked something that she makes. Perhaps talk to mom about how it makes you feel and what it does to you and your body and your hard year-long efforts to eat healthy. How about having a heart-to-heart conversation with your loved ones about making healthy recipes for the family traditions? Let me tell you something. I'm a terrible baker. I have never had the passion for baking. I love cooking, but baking is not my thing. But even I can modify a cookie or a dessert recipe to be perfectly healthy for these occasions. It does not mean you have to completely abandon those traditions. It means making sure you continue them in a better, healthier way. Or here's another one. I cannot be the only one who says no to alcohol at the dinner table. Yes, you can. But it does require you to talk about it. I know many people who are stressed and anxious before the Christmas holidays and get further depressed and even angry after the holidays because they have worked so hard for so many months before to develop healthy habits, to eat healthy, to exercise, to lose weight or maintain a healthy weight, only to destroy it all in a matter of three days. Incredible. I have to admit, I personally understand the pre-holiday anxiety. I relate to some of it very much. Sometimes I feel like I have no choice but to get sucked into some of the traditions that are not even familiar to me, nor do I feel strongly about them. I'm extremely uncomfortable with the idea of getting gifts. It makes me very uneasy every year. That gives me anxiety and a knot in my stomach right around this time. I know it is going to be here before long, and how am I going to get this point across to people around me? But I feel good about one thing. I take control and stay in control of the foods I consume. I have finally developed a system that will help me stay on track and not be stressed about toxins around me. There was a time when I felt guilty about not participating in some of the holiday things, like saying no to some dessert someone made or drinking alcohol. I seriously felt that I needed to learn how to enjoy drinking just so that I could feel included. I have always hated the taste of alcohol and the way it makes me feel. This is a public announcement I'm making for the first time. I started trying to learn to drink sometimes in order to fit in back in 2012. It was after going through a painful divorce and I tried to learn to drink wine. Never liked the taste, but I tried. Around the holidays, I would try to drink wine because everyone around me was drinking. I hated the taste, but I would cover it up with pistachios and dark chocolate. Seriously, with every sip of wine, I needed to mask it and push it down with pistachios or dark chocolate. Before I knew it, I was drunk, I was not in control of my decisions, my brain was not fully functional, and my judgment was affected. 
It would only take a glass or a glass and a half at most to get me to the state of mind where I would not remember a lot happening around me or what I would do or say until the next day. If someone took pictures or a video, God forbid, and I would watch myself in awe. Did I do that? Oh my God, who is that? I have no memory of it. Not to mention the disgusting feeling the next morning, intoxicated, dehydrated, heartburn and indigestion for days, headache, and so much more I don't really care to share here. Finally, I came to terms with this. I do not need to drink to fit in. I can say no to anything I do not want to put into my body. It is my body, my life, my health, and I have the right to be in control of me and anything that belongs to me 100% of the time without guilt. I stopped pretending. I said it. I hate alcohol and the way it makes me feel and more so sometimes the way it makes others behave. I have to really mentally block as much as possible when people drink around me. I don't get it, and I never will. But I realize that it is their right, their decision, and their life to destroy. But that also means that it is my right, my decision, and my health to protect. I do wish that the holidays were less stressful for everyone. I wish that we could start a new tradition, making holidays a time to rest, recover from stresses of the year, relax, spend time to read, walk, hike, to do other things we do not get to enjoy as much all year long. I wish we could all have a choice to be where we want to be and do what we want to do without guilt. I wish we could all exercise our right to celebrate any way we want, even if that means spending time alone, enjoying some quiet time, some cave time, some time to reflect and calm our busy minds. My biggest wish is to get some time, time to rest, rejuvenate, read, write, and just be. I want no gifts but the gift of calm and quiet time. I probably will never get that in this lifetime, but I keep wishing. But there is a bright side to this. You can do something about this if you want. You can regain some control. Next week, I will talk about some helpful strategies to reduce holiday stress and anxiety and the fear of losing control. In the meantime, send me your thoughts, struggles, or whatever your state of mind is around the holidays. Here's how to reach me. Go to my website at www.drlolly.com. I have a Facebook page at Dr. Lolly PhD, or the best way to contact me is by email, contact at drlolly.com. Remember, we all are entitled to our health at little to no cost all the time. We are entitled to our freedom to choose what to eat or drink, the right to refuse harm to our health, the right to spending our time, holidays or not, on our terms on this planet every day and all year long. So protect your health, protect your freedom, and protect your time, and protect 
your healthy life today and especially around the holidays. Thank you for listening this week. Stay tuned for the next week's episode. Until then, to your health and happiness.